Have you ever committed to a stock or an investment and then wondered later, why did I do that? Or have you ever committed to an investment and then years later thought, wow, I'm really glad I stuck with that? We're going to be talking about this mental model in today's episode. Welcome to Stock Stories. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Stock Stories show. Hi, my name is Alex Mason. I'm your stock storyteller. And this is the show where we decode the business behind the stock. We're going through the entire S&P 500 plus more. And we're also talking about mental models, which are thought experiments and ideas that we can use to become better investors and better thinkers. And my wife and I, we started out not knowing anything about investing. But by 30 years old, we became financially independent. And we did that by investing in stocks. And we did that by applying mental models that we learned. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Leonardo da Vinci once said, it is easier to resist at the beginning than at the end. Now, what did he mean by that? He meant that once we commit to something and we make a decision, it can be really hard to pull back the reins and change our minds. And this applies to the stock market just as it applies to any other activity. Now, I'm an avid reader, and many years ago, I came across an amazing book, which I still have on my bookshelf. It's called Influence, The Psychology of Persuasion by Dr. Robert Cialdini. And this is a really great book for many reasons, and it's got a ton of mental models in here that are so useful. And one of them in here is about commitment and consistency. Now, in this book, Cialdini talks about a study that two Canadian psychologists did, which found that at a racetrack where people bet on horses, people are more confident in their choice of which horse they bet on after they place the bet than they are before it. <laughs> now, isn't that something? The odds haven't actually changed at all as far as which horse is going to win or lose. But in our minds, in their minds, they believed that they were going to win more likely after they made the bet. So let's define commitment and consistency. Commitment and consistency is a mental model that says that once we make a commitment, we're more likely to stick with the commitment based on the fact that we made it and also the longer that we do it. So how does this apply to investing in the stock market? Well, let's look at the ways that this mental model can work against us, and then we'll look at how it can work for us. But first, Go ahead and show me some love. And if you're enjoying this episode, please just tap that like button. I appreciate it. Thank you so much in advance. Now, this principle of commitment and consistency worked against me personally as an investor when I lost money buying shares of General Electric. Now, I detailed that in an episode that I did a few weeks ago. And I basically talked about the reasons why it was a bad idea to do what I did. And so I hope that you learned from that. If not, go ahead and check that episode out. One of the many lessons that I learned from that experience was that you shouldn't just buy a stock because you've already bought the stock. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. I ended up doubling down on my investment in General Electric after the price fell some more. And this ended up being a bad decision for multiple reasons, which I discuss in that episode. But the important thing for this episode here is that I already felt committed to the stock because I already owned some shares. And that mentality was flawed thinking because I was just falling into the pattern of behavior that I had already exhibited. I wasn't thinking rationally. 
if you purchase shares of a stock and something fundamental changes to your thesis that no longer renders it a good investment, then you need to make a decision to sell those shares. <laughs> Just because you purchase the shares doesn't mean they're magically going to work out for you. And this is something that I learned the hard way. Now contrast my behavior with someone like Bill Ackman, who's the investor, famous investor over at Pershing Square. And what he did recently is very interesting and I think very admirable and shows that he's a very clear thinker. Now, Netflix recently dropped in price significantly. Like it dropped over 35% in a single day. And this was huge news. Everyone online was talking about it. And for good reason. I mean, Netflix has been this hyper growth company for so many years. Invest investor expectations were so high for this company for so long. And then the company reported a loss in subscribers. Now, this was a problem because as a growth company, what you don't want to see is literally a lack of growth. It's very simple. The thing was, Bill Ackman had already dedicated a good portion of his capital to buying Netflix shares. He already had Netflix as a large position. But when this happened, Ackman went to work and his team went to work and they realized that they had made an error in their analysis. And so he recently just told shareholders, look, I'm sorry, we lost some of your capital, but don't worry, we sold out of the position. We're going to put the capital to better use. He said that Netflix may actually end up being a good investment from these lower levels, but based on the variability, potential variation of outcomes of this investment, it was not a wise decision based on their investment philosophy. And I thought this was very rational, very wise of him to say this. He didn't just keep on going with the decision that he had made earlier. He reassessed the situation and decided, okay, it's time to sell the shares. It's time to move on to a better opportunity. Now, how can we use this principle of commitment and consistency for our benefit as investors? Now, one way is through commitment and consistency with our contributions and how we invest over time. And one of the biggest examples of this is 401k plans, which many of us have access to, especially in the United States. In fact, in 2006, Washington ended up encouraging businesses to auto-enroll new workers into their 401k plans and then allow them to opt out if they wanted to. U.S. economist Richard Thaler ended up getting the Nobel Prize for this. And the reason it was such a revolutionary idea was because it, by default, created good behavior for people's financial lives. People were automatically starting to invest in their 401ks, automatically investing their, for their retirement, which is something that, by default, most people don't actually do. One idea that I just thought of for how you could extend this principle in your own investing life is let's say that you're investing at work through a 401k plan or something like that, but maybe you want to commit to investing even more through a typical brokerage account. So why don't you set up a brokerage account and then have automatic drafts from your paycheck automatically go into the brokerage account every month? Now, the cool thing about this is you don't actually need to know exactly what stock to invest in or what index fund to invest in at that particular time. Just get the money in there and flowing in there, building up available for investment. Psychologically, this will help reinforce you as an investor in taking those actions to continue to invest for your future. In my family, we actually have a monthly investing goal that we try to hit each and every month, no matter what. So every month we're trying to hit that goal and that's something that helps move us forward. Now, if I had told 
the me of let's say five years ago, what that number was, I would have been like, wow, that's really aggressive. But the thing is, we hit smaller goals in the past, so we started scaling up over time incrementally. And because we've been consistent with the habit of investing, it doesn't really feel so hard anymore. It actually feels pretty normal and pretty hard not to do that. So incentivize good behavior with your own investing habits, particularly the amount of money that you invest for your family each and every month. And if you do that, it'll go a really long way. Now, I mentioned earlier that one of my own failures in recognizing the power of this mental model was with my continued purchase of General Electric shares. Now, I made a lot of other mistakes with that transaction, but I learned a lot of lessons. And if you want to learn those lessons as well, go ahead and check out this video. I did an episode on it a few weeks ago, and I think you'll really enjoy it and learn some more things there about investing. So thank you so much, and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you.